0: michael.chapman at IVF.com.au
1: So today we're going to talk about the second half of the cycle, whether that be the menstrual cycle, an IVF cycle, why it's important and what we can do to improve it. So that when I talk about the second half of a cycle, I'm talking about the period after ovulation up to the time you get a period or you get pregnant so let's start from basics after ovulation an egg has been released in the next 24 hours fertilization is going to occur in the fallopian tube and the egg then once fertilized travels down the fallopian tube to reach the uterus and five days after ovulation up to about seven days after ovulation, that embryo will attach itself and then bury itself in the lining of the womb. That lining of the womb has to be receptive to that embryo and that lining has to maintain that receptivity and nurture that new pregnancy right through past the missed period. To achieve all of those events, to achieve a pregnancy. Hormones are vital. Hormone levels have to be the right levels. The right hormones have to be around. So part of the process of ovulation involves a hormone called LH, which comes from your pituitary gland in the brain. And in a big surge of hormones, it tells the egg that it's time to be released it takes it through its final maturation stages so it's ready to meet a sperm. In addition, the LH also starts the process of rupturing the follicle to release the egg to meet the sperm. And finally, that surge of LH hormone switches on the production of progesterone. Progesterone is made by the ovary, in fact by the cells that surround the follicle where the egg came from. And progesterone in the right levels at the right time is the, uh, the vital hormone for the second half of the cycle. Around the time of ovulation, the level begins to rise. It keeps rising until the middle of the second half of the cycle, around about in a normal 28-day cycle, around about day 21. It peaks out unless pregnancy has occurred in which case it carries on and progesterone levels are maintained and that maintenance of the progesterone levels is what ensures a pregnancy is going to be looked after well by the lining of the womb so in a normal cycle that progesterone is produced by the one follicle that's that's there where the one egg comes from and the levels rise, as they say, and fall over time. If pregnancy doesn't occur, then a period occurs. In an IVS cycle, however, the normal hormones are grossly distorted because in an IVS cycle we're producing multiple follicles. And when the LH hormone is given as part of the trigger process before the collection of eggs, that trigger stimulates the three things I talked about before. The maturing of the egg, potentially the rupture of the follicle, but we usually collect the eggs before that happens. And thirdly, switching on progesterone production. Progesterone levels are very high in an IVF cycle. They become very high, but more importantly, they fall quite quickly. And in the majority of patients, If we don't supplement the second half of the cycle with artificial progesterone, a period will come too soon, and even if we put an embryo back in, it will not produce a pregnancy. So very early on in our research into IVF, we realized that that supplementation of the second half of the cycle was a vital part of creating success. In those early days, we used oral tablets of progesterone, but because they were artificially produced and, in fact, uh, potentially caused problems in embryos, they were quickly bypassed by the use of natural progesterone. And that was best absorbed by putting it in the vagina and it being absorbed through the lining of the vagina. The other approach to stimulate and maintain progesterone levels is to directly stimulate the follicles in the ovary, now called the corpus lutea, by giving pregnancy hormone injections. And that certainly works, but it has risks. If we stimulate follicles where there are lots of them, we are much more prone to stimulate ovarian hyperstimulation syndrome. So these days we tend to avoid it. Originally, the progesterone that was given was in a wax pessary that was put in the vagina twice a day and was, and still is, a very messy procedure. And subsequently, other preparations of progesterone have been used. Gel has been used. Uh, People will know it as crinone tablets. Endometrin or uterogestine have also been developed. These are much less messy, but just as effective. These preparations generally need to be given at least twice a day, sometimes three times a day. They have minimal or no side effects, but they can potentially keep a cycle going when pregnancy actually has not occurred. So a pregnancy test is is vital 14 days after the egg collection. Between 14 and 16 days is what we do. So these progesterone preparations are now standard in all IVF cycles. The dosage generally is fairly standardized as well. Some doctors give more, some give less. Basically, the dosage is not particularly vital because even at the lower doses, the evidence is quite clear that the absorption into the area of the uterus by vaginal pessaries is very, very high, way above What is actually necessary to maintain the lining of the womb in a state that will nurture a pregnancy. So we generally after the positive pregnancy test the evidence is pretty clear that you don't need to keep on taking progesterone because by this stage the pregnancy itself is producing HCG and you recall I talked about HCG injections pregnancy hormone injections supporting that second half of the cycle but Once the pregnancy is established, that pregnancy hormone itself makes the corpus lutea produce good levels of progesterone. Now, many doctors around the world still keep giving progesterone afterwards, but in fact, the evidence does not support its use. It does no harm. It makes you maybe think that you're doing something to make sure the pregnancy sticks, but in fact, it makes no difference whatsoever. So the second half of the cycle is obviously vital in terms of achieving a pregnancy. Having a a lining of the womb which is receptive to the embryo and then subsequently able to provide all the nutrients to support the pregnancy is also absolutely important. In IVF cycles that requires supplementation, in natural cycles it is unnecessary. And don't forget
0: You can also ask questions by contacting Dr Chapman's rooms on 1-800-111-483 or by emailing him michael.chapman at ivf.com.au.